With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Well, welcome to our Daring Daughters Teleseminar Focus for the fourth quarter. And this is going to be about goals and momentum for the final three months of this year. And I'm Ann Dunnigan, and I have with me on the line uh, friends and Daring Daughter leaders from states all the way across the United States. We have from Oregon and Washington and Georgia and North Carolina and Florida and Tennessee and others that are going to be joining with us. And I would like to have Melissa. If, um, she's one of our new Daring Daughter leaders. And, Melissa, I would love it uh, – Let's see, are you from Georgia, I think? Um, but I would, I would love if you could open us up in a word of prayer. I sure will. Father God, I just thank you so much for the privilege, Lord, to be able to be your hands and your feet, Lord, to minister to the hearts of the least of thee, Lord. I just thank you that you put that um, desire in our hearts, all of us that are here today and that will be listening later. Father God, I just want to um, pray that you just anoint this time, that you anoint Anne um, in delivering this message of focus and goal setting, Father God, and just set in our hearts a vision, in our minds a vision, Lord, for each one of us. It's going to look different for every each one of us, Lord, uh, but without vision, we perish, Father, and I just pray that it is clear um, and it just puts uh, excitement in each one of us, Lord, as we um, just step forward in faith and uh, lead these ministries, Lord, that you've entrusted to us. And I ask this all in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, as we get started here, I want to encourage you to print out our notes if you're at a place where you can get to a printer. And we have two pages that have just an outline of seven different steps about focus for this fourth quarter. And something that's kind of interesting, right now we're at the very end of September, and we have a quarter of this year left. And many times at the beginning of a new year, you know, right around January, people are very focused on goal setting and, you know, really seeking God's purpose for the year. But I want to just encourage you ladies that right now, as we are heading into the fourth quarter of this year, into October, November, December, that these are strategic months, and these are months that we can get some momentum, we can establish some disciplines, and I just want to really encourage you, we have right now, we have 14 weeks left in 2015. We have 93 days left, and if we get some consistency and if we get some focus, God can really use these days for his glory and his purpose in our life. Um, I want to just encourage each of you that every day, every day we want to live for God's glory and God's purposes, not just our own. And uh, sometimes if we just get a focus, if we just know where we're heading and we know what our daily disciplines need to be, then God can help us. And we're going to be talking about how there's many of us that are in different seasons of our life right now. And some of the ladies who are listening or who are going to be on the line are facing uh, big challenges. Um, someone wrote me this morning that uh, their uh, a husband is facing a very serious health condition. Um, somebody else wrote to me and uh, is currently caring for elderly parents, and it's a you know just taking up a lot of time. There are others who are facing pregnancies or you know different you know situations of moving or you know it, it, there's just many things that we face in our life, and you know there's going to be little 
little bumps or huge obstacles along the way, but God can help us to have his vision and his focus for this season. Okay, as we begin our notes, I just want to start by looking at a question that is, what is the big picture? And if you have ever been at, um, you know, at a a shopping mall or an amusement park or something, and, and you're trying to find your way around, and you finally get to one of those big reader boards that has a map on it. And then you, you find the little dot that says, you are here, and you're able to look at where you need to go. Or if you're typing in you know, MapQuest, and you need to know where you are now and where you want to be. And sometimes it helps to zoom out and get a big picture and just even to ask, okay, what is this life all about? What is my life all about? What is our family all about? And to look at the big picture. A couple of verses that I just want to point out, one is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And one of the translations for that says, you know, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. That sometimes we, if we don't have a specific vision, then it's hard for us to restrain our, our days or what we're doing to be able to focus on what we're supposed to do. Another verse is Habakkuk 2.2 2, that says, write the vision and make it plain that he may run who reads it. And that can be for our own personal lives as well as vision for others who we are leading to even just know, okay, where are we heading and where are we going, and how does this fit with our life? Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Um, Ephesians 2, 10 says, um, it talks about how that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them that we are to be doers of the word, we are to walk in the paths that God has for us, Uh, we are to do this, um, verses 8 and 9 of that says it is by grace, it's not by works, and that God can help us to walk in the paths that he has for us. And, you know, like Joyce, who's on the line, she has a couple different big mission trips that are coming up. Uh, You know, sometimes there are things that seem very exciting and very huge, and other times there are, you know, small, seemingly monotonous or insignificant things on our plate, but that's okay. We all can still be a part of God's big picture. Okay, Um, another thing is just to look at the cross, and just as Christians, just like how the, you know, the whole Uh, you know, before Christ and after Christ, how time was even divided at the cross, that, you know, at the cross, as we look at the cross of Jesus Christ and keep that in focus, Uh, something that my husband and I like to say is that you don't have to cross the seas to be a missionary, you just have to see the cross, and not just as a trite little thing, but to see the cross, to focus on the cross, to live daily in light of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, to be able to realize that all of us as mission-minded families, that we are focused on God's great commandment. Okay, what's the big picture? We are called to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. All of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the great commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel, you know, to love God and to love our neighbors as ourselves and to go into all the world and preach the gospel and to somehow be a part of God's great commission in this world. And something kind of interesting is on the podcast, uh, I was doing one of the podcast recordings, and there was a question that I was asked of how do I be a part of missions when I am in the trenches with a bunch of littles, you know, a bunch of little kids as a mom. And the picture that I got was just in my mind as I was answering this question, I was thinking about like a World War II scene and about how, 
you know, you're watching this World War II movie and there's, you know, battle scenes going on in France and in England and in Germany and in, in Africa and there's just like all these different things going on. And then it switches over and you see a scene of the movie and it shows a mom with children, like a, a wife that is at home, you know, guarding the home front as her husband is off at war and how that all of us are a part of God's big picture. All of us are part of the big scene of what God is doing here on this earth. And our part is just when we are doing the role that God has assigned for us, the path that God has laid out for us for this season, that we will do our part for the glory of God, that we will play our scene for the glory of God. Just a few uh, days ago, I was listening to an interview of a little girl who was in the movie War Room. And, uh, you know, it's a, a fabulous movie about the importance of prayer. And, you know, she had one part, one role in the movie that was coming in and out of playing the part of the daughter. But, you know, whether she was doing her jump rope scene or whether she was, you know, doing a little scene talking about prayer, that she was a part of the big picture of what that movie was showing. And in the same way, I just want to encourage each of you ladies that you are a part of God's great commission. Okay, so I want you to begin by looking at the big picture of your life, your big picture of what you are called to do. And I'm going to be sending to each of you and those who sign up later for this call, um, I have some links that have some things, even spiritual giftings test and some uh, personal, um, being able to look at like your personality type, to be able to see how your particular gifts and callings can fit with God's big picture uh, for your life. And even if, you know, we're all called to the Great Commission, but that's how that's going to play out. It's going to be different in each of our lives. Uh, something that David Livingston said, uh, a, a quote that he had, he has many different quotes about missions, but he said, someone said, where are you going next? And he said, anywhere, provided it be forward. And in Proverbs uh, 23, when it's talking about the, the good shepherd, it says, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And there are going to be different choices that we make along the way. And not all of the choices that we make, it, it's like, uh, you know, the choice that this is the, the good way and this is the bad way. Sometimes we are choosing between different paths of righteousness. You know, there's one way to, to God through Jesus Christ. There's one way through the cross talking about salvation. But when we're talking about just walking in obedience and setting our goals for these next three months, there are different choices that we have, different paths. And the important thing, if we just remember that David Livingston quote, is where are we heading? Anywhere, provided it be forward. Okay, now I want you to look. On your notes, there's a square, and there's a target in the center of the square. So you have, you have this square with four individual squares, and there's a cross that comes through the middle of it, and there's a bullseye with three circles. And I want this to represent your life. And there's um, on our notes, it says three areas of my personal life. One is in the very center of that bullseye is your spirit. Okay, your spirit uh, is, as, as we are born again through Jesus Christ, our spirit is born again. Our spirit is made alive. Um, it's very important to nourish ourselves spiritually uh, through reading of the Bible and prayer and talking with God and worship and praise and all those things that nourish our spirit so that our spirit is in line with the Holy Spirit and God's purposes for our life. If we get that center core in alignment, then everything else will work. If you can imagine that the bullseye, the center was off kilter, it's going to make everything in that whole bullseye off kilter. So we've got to get that right first. And then out from there, the second circle is our soul. That's our mind, our will, and our emotions. And it's just very important as we're looking at the goals and the things for our life that our soul 
is in alignment with God, that our soul is is healthy, that our emotions are lined up with the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our life, that, that we are, you know, getting the emotional needs that we have and that we are strengthening our mind and learning new things and having things of outlet. So those are very, very important in our personal life. And then the outside circle can represent our body, our physical body, and that includes areas of fitness, getting exercise, getting fresh air, eating properly, getting enough sleep, even just how we care for our outward appearance as an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Okay, all of those three things, our spirit, our soul, and our body, all of those things are important. You know, they they all have to do with your own personal life. But that is going to affect how you are able to minister to other people. And so it's very important that those things are lined up. And even as you're looking at having an effective focus for this fourth quarter, to be able to get your spirit, soul, and body lined up. Okay, and then there are four quadrants of that square. And what I like to see is these represent four areas of our life focus toward others. And that can include, I I like to have over in the, the top left, I like that to represent family. So that includes um, if you're married or if you are a mother, uh, if, if you are a daughter, that that is your family relationships. It's a very huge part of our life. And even as we are looking at this next, uh, you know, this next, these next three months, this next fourth quarter, to even look at a calendar and look at, okay, how does these next three months, how does how is this going to affect my family life? Do, do we have birthdays that are coming up? We, you know, do we have a harvest party at church? Are, are we going to be doing something special for Thanksgiving? Are we going to be doing something for Christmas time? And just looking at what are, what are going to be coming up in these next three months and to be able to get that in the calendar and realize, okay, how can I use uh, the things on the calendar to be able to nourish and strengthen my family relationships? How can I prepare ahead of time so these aren't stressful? Uh, Okay, as we look to the top right quadrant, um, that is uh, everything having to do with relationships with others. And that can include your home, hospitality, extended family, your church relationships, uh, for those who are going to be leading mission trips like the the mission teams that you're a part of, just just the relationships that you have with others. And then down in the bottom uh, left quadrant, um, that could represent the stewardship of your life. So that's like stewarding your time and your talents your priorities, life management, um, if you are working or going to school, uh, just disciplines in your life. So that all has to do with stewardship of your life. And then on the right uh, bottom quadrant, that can represent your life purpose and missions and ministry to others. So I, I like to see this like the cross that is headed right through the middle of that target, that the line that is going up and down, that Um, that vertical line of the cross, that that can represent that we are to love God. And then the sideways horizontal line can represent loving others locally and globally, that we are to love others here at home and and away. So uh, just looking at these different areas of our life, this is looking at the big picture. And then when we go down to the next area, there's a question of just how does my particular mission fit or balance with this particular season of my life? Okay, now not only looking at the season of, you know, we're coming into fall and winter, but even the particular season of the season you are as perhaps as a mother or if you are pregnant or like I have a couple grandbabies that are going to actually be due during these next three months. So that's a very huge focus in 
what I want to be thinking about and focusing on is time uh, with my daughters and granddaughters as as they're getting ready to have a baby. So, you know, how does this uh, the mission that God has for my life fit with this particular season? Okay, now, what I'm going to do right now is I am going to unmute the lines, and I want you just to think about a question is on the next page, there is a question of 10 goals for this final quarter of 2015. Okay, 10 different goals. And um, I'd like like it if you could just think of, I'm going to ask a a few of you to be able to um, just say if you know maybe one goal that you know that God uh, would have for you in these next couple these next couple months. So I'm going to go ahead. Okay, I have just unmuted the lines here. And um, I'd like to start off with Joyce. Um, Joyce, could you just tell us what are a couple goals that you know that God has for you for this next quarter? Uh, I think one of them is my – I have a daughter-in-law who's expecting her seventh baby in a few months. and. I think there needs to be some repair in that relationship. Uh, I've always gone to help her when the uh, other children were born. This time she has not asked me to come, and in fact, I'm pretty sure she doesn't want me to come. And I think it's because she thinks I'm a perfect mother, and I have just, um, I just need to be open to her needs here and try to repair this relationship uh, as best we can, even if I don't go when the baby's born. And I just need to be sensitive to her needs. That's, that's good. And um, I know that I, I had a, a talk just um, just this last week with somebody else uh, who's actually here on the line, but I don't know if she would want to share about this, but just a, a, a relationship, a couple relationships that have been breached over over the years and and how there can even be like short-term goals that we can make to begin to bring healing you know it's not like they have to be totally better in the next three months but even just to seek the lord you know like for you joyce to be able to seek the lord for what would be some steps that you could take that would just you know encourage um is this a daughter or daughter-in-law daughter-in-law a daughter-in-law you know just to encourage her in her mothering and you know maybe even to you know give her that space um as she's having her child you know you know to you know let go of maybe expectations uh you know sometimes you know even around holiday time sometimes that can be something that we can really focus on is to just guard our heart um about what we are Expecting from maybe extended family uh, during the holiday season. So, okay, do we have, um, is there someone else that would like to share uh, a particular, like a particular goal that the Lord is stirring on your hearts for these next couple months? Hi, I'll go ahead and share mine. Um, my name is Katie, by the way. And oh, um, hello, Katie. Hi, Anne. Um, and don't think I'm over spiritual for saying this because I just the Lord has just pressed on my heart how much I give in to my flesh and um, quench the spirit in a sense. And so I have really been battling um, fleshly responses to everything in my life, like based on my um, hormones, emotions. Um, situations. I have toddlers, so uh, just whining and teething is a part of my daily routine, and it can get um, quite irritating to someone who has a short fuse and uh, grew up with parents with a short fuse, and so I have really been battling um, my wants and my desires and desiring more of the spirit to just enter this house and just praying over this house and over the spirit, um, the spirit of worldliness that wants to come in, which is Satan, and come and rule um, our house. And so we've really 
or more myself. My husband's also a more of a best I think if anything, I, I just really want I want the spirit over my life opposed to um, other reactions and other pressing agendas and activities that can take place in my life. Amen. Okay, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and just mute the line here. We have a a lot of extra noise that's coming in there, and I think it's possible for if if your particular home is noisy, um, to be able even just to mute your own phone. But I'm not exactly I, just where you could mute your own phone. Uh, but I, I just want to encourage um, encourage you, Katie, that even to be able to identify. You know, as we look at like those different quadrants of our life, whether personally or in reaching out to others, of to be able to look at what is the one area that we feel we need personally the most work on or that is causing us uh, maybe the most distress. Or um, I know uh, sometimes it can just be maybe not having joy and that is affecting everything where even just to be able to say, you know, I want to incorporate more joy into my life over these next three months, or I want to be able to, you know, maybe you are lacking friendship, and it's just kind of something that is, you know, gnawing away at you. It's like, you know, over these next three months, I want to work on developing a couple key friendships or you know, maybe it would be something with your marriage or with your children. Um, sometimes it can help to be able to, just instead of looking at everything, you know, it's like you come back and you, you see the big picture, you see how it all fits in, and you look at how it fits with God's kingdom and missions and expanding God's kingdom and loving God. But then it may be that the most important thing for you, uh, you know, like you were saying just uh, about, you know, having a more spiritual focus instead of a fleshly focus uh, that, you know, it's like, well, probably one of the best ways to get your heart in line with that would be to uh, just spend more time actually in the Word of God, um, whether it's like listening, not even just listening to teaching or a podcast, but even just listening to the just the Bible or to read the Bible, you know, just to begin to get your mind saturated with the word, just the the pure word of God that will, it will just help for your focus to be a more um, God-centered focus. So that those are a few things. Sometimes uh, maybe if it's like a, a season where you just feel like you haven't been having the joy that God wants you to have, uh, to even just be able, like, around your house to put, like, a little three-by-five cards with just remember joy or choose joy to, you know, maybe the different verses that, that focus on just the importance of joy. Or maybe it's that you have not been getting enough sleep and that that is just affecting every area of your life. And if you would focus on that, or maybe getting some fresh air and exercise, that that is going to affect all the different areas of your life. So what I want to just encourage you ladies to do is over the next, you know, over the next several days, to be able just to take some time and jot down some different um, ideas for what are goals in different areas of your life. And to come up, with 10 goals. And then what I want you to do is I want you to think about what would be one goal that would be a momentum-moving goal. It, it might not necessarily be the one that's more most important to you. It might not be the one that's the most spiritual. But the one that if you do this goal, it's going to cause a lot of the other ones, kind of like a domino effect. It's, it's going to be the one goal that will... Uh, be most important for making all the other ones work. And a, a question that as you're looking, you know, first you kind of start by brainstorming and writing down different ideas, but then to narrow them down and pray is really asking the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you have for me, for our family, for these next three months? What is the most important thing? 
And, you know, as you begin to write all those down, then to be able to narrow it and and write them down. Now, uh, uh, something that is really important, uh, and number four, it says, what is a SMART plan or a SMART goal? How can you make your goals SMART? And this is just a, a, a very common little um, acronym that's used in a lot of things having to do with reaching goals, but it has to do with S to make them make your goal specific, M, make it measurable, A, make it achievable. Okay, you don't want it just to be so difficult that it would be impossible to achieve. It's something that you want to be able to achieve in these next three months. And then uh, R, that it is um, relevant. And this goes along with looking at the big picture, looking at what your life is all about and what we are to be about as women of God and mission-minded families. So to have it be relevant. And then T is time-sensitive. And there's a lot of times that we have ideas of things we want to do, but until we make them a SMART goal and it becomes something that is specific and measurable and achievable and we're relevant and really we we feel that it matters, it makes a difference, um, and then time-sensitive, then a lot of times it, it just remains an idea. You know, sometimes people have an idea that someday they want to go on a mission trip. But see, now Joyce has taken that a step further, and she's has these trips planned, and there's groups that have come together, and there's, you know, strategies and team members, and there is a plan. There is a, a ticket. There are dates. And so things are time-sensitive. Uh, for me, a goal that I have for this uh, this upcoming season is I've just started this new Mission-Minded Families podcast. And so, you know, I've had this idea for several years. Someday I want to do a podcast. But lately it, it's been really narrowing that down and saying, okay, I feel that the Lord is wanting me to do a 27-minute weekly podcast and get it onto iTunes and to be able to have them recorded, to be able to have a dozen of them before I get started. And so, you know, to be able to map out, this is where I'm going, this is the the subjects that we're going to be covering, and to be able to, you know, have that measurable and be able to see where we're going and and where we have uh, where we have to go. Okay, another area is like physically for me. Um, one of the things that I have is I have a particular little weight zone that's a, a little four pound weight zone that I've been working real hard to try to get to that zone, and then even to be able to, you know, say I, I would like to have eight out of ten days to be able to hit that weight zone on the scale uh, when I, you know, sometime during the day. And so that, you know, in doing that, I'm exercising three days a week and I have, you know, specific things that I'm doing um, that I believe is part of God's God's purpose and plan for my life to be able just to stay healthy and well and happy. And it, it affects all the other different areas of my life. So to be able to look at the different goals that you have and to, Try to make them a smart goal. And then if you look at number five, it's asking, okay, now how do my daily disciplines fit with the big picture? And as you look at those different goals and look at these next three months, it's like, okay, if I am going to get that goal within the next three months, what is my daily you know, what's that going to look like on a daily basis? What's that going to look like on a weekly basis? And as we look at, okay, we have right now, we have 93 days left in this year. If you do something consistently for 93 days, it's going to really make a big difference. So, you know, looking at establishing some little daily disciplines, um, even to be able to identify different time wasters in your life or to be able to uh, identify things like maybe fears or, you know, things that just are getting you distracted. You know, 10 minutes a day times 93 days, that, that makes a huge difference in either keeping something out of our mind or putting something in. So, 
to be able to look at our daily disciplines. And something that I really enjoy, there is a statement by Ann Voskamp. Uh, she wrote the book 1,000 Gifts and has a, a wonderful website. Um, and she just says every day, word in the Bible, word in, work out, which is talking about physical exercise, and work the plan. So word in, work out, work the plan. And as you do that, word in, that's nourishing our, our spirit, getting the word of God into our heart. Uh, work out to be able to nourish our our uh, physical body, and then to work the plan. And that is to be able to know, okay, how, what has God called me to do and how does that work out right now in my everyday life? Okay, then in number six, it's looking at discouragement that is going to come and to prepare ourselves ahead of time. Um, there will be discouragement along the way. We're going to have days where we're not going to feel so good, and we're going to have days that we feel like we are not uh, moving forward. You know, there's going to be days that maybe our personal relationships are just completely uh, consuming our thoughts, and, or, you know, maybe some days where we just feel like we're not making any headway on the goals that God had for us. Uh, sometimes we need to reevaluate or sometimes we just need to have a plan ahead of time to prepare for discouragement. And in doing that, it, it's just of, of realizing that we can have some people in our life that can encourage us, um, that we can have some focus to be able to maybe go back and remember why are we doing this, uh, to be able to just really seek the Lord uh, to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And so as we do that, just to be prepared for discouragement that's going to come and that God can help us with that. And then lastly, to realize that God can give us people in our life that can help us and hold us accountable. And this can be, you know, different maybe ministry partners that are going to help to fulfill God's plan for our life, friends or mentors, uh, people that are going to encourage us like a cheerleader or coach us by helping us know the things to do. And it might be that if God has a particular goal that he wants for you, that there may be people that he wants to bring into your life to help you to learn uh, to help teach you things. Um, it could even be online to be able to find, uh, like, for example, as I was looking at starting these new podcasts, I went and found some different podcast workshops. Uh, I was able to join and be a part of this one group um, led by this Michael Hyatt that's on platform and be how to build your platform online and different things like that. So um, those are things that they were steps in learning how to do things to be able to step into God's purpose for your life. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and unmute the lines here. Um, I, I did want to just end with one more little kind of an ABCs having to do with goals that I, I want to just conclude with here. And begins with A, abide in Christ. And you can look at John 15 about abiding on the vine, you know, that as we are hooked in to the vine of Jesus Christ that we will bear fruit. Uh, B, to begin with the Bible. And so sometimes we need to just brain dump. We need to just take all the thoughts in our head uh, and bring them before the Lord and then fill our mind with the Word of God and begin with God's Word. To see, to clear the clutter. And to just, uh, you know, clear whether it's, you know, in our home of clearing the clutter or clearing the clutter of fear and discouragement and, you know, things that are consuming our mind that maybe we have no jurisdiction over that we just need to let go of. Uh, I also, when I think of clearing the clutter, I think of taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Um, and, you know, to bring our thoughts into alignment with what God has for us. And then D is that we need to dare to die, that we need to die to our flesh. And every one of us, uh, we, we had, um, you know, Katie was talking about that, but every one of us, we need to do that. We need to dare to die. We need to 
discipline our flesh and bring it into alignment. And something kind of interesting about goal setting is that having discipline is doing on a daily basis, it's doing what we probably don't want to do. It's doing what we don't want to do to get the results that we want to have. And so uh, we need to discipline our flesh. And times that we don't feel like it are the most important times to just get back to that list of, of okay, Lord, what are you wanting me to do? Let's, let's renew. Let's look this over again. And let's dare to die to our flesh and, you know, get disciplined and do what we're supposed to do. So abide in Christ, begin with the Bible, clear the clutter and take every thought captive. Uh, dare to die to discipline your flesh. And then E, uh, to encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, just to worship God and just to be energized and, and realize that we are living for eternity. You know, so much is even just the perspective that we have to be able to focus on the Lord and to be able to just worship him, realize that God is worthy of our brain space no matter what. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and unmute these lines here. And I'd like to know, um, Natasha, are you there? I'm here. Natasha, could you share? Okay, now you are a young mom, uh, a new Daring Daughters leader, and you work with teenagers. Um, What are a few things that the Lord is stirring in your heart for this next season? So as you um, had mentioned this online, I was thinking about that um, and thinking, you know what, I did start this year out really strong, and I'm feeling like I needed to get some more focus, so I'm thankful for this. And a few things that um, he brought up for me um, were, one, strengthening relationships uh, with my parents, my mother, my father will be really important and I'll have a lot of opportunities these next three months so I need to get I loved your smart um, goals and I think that will be really helpful for me um, to get some very specific things um, that are achievable and um, time sensitive those kinds of things will be really important Uh, the other one uh, that he really brought to mind was uh, making sure that my kids are getting the word. I mean, my kids are very young. I have a three-year-old and an almost two-year-old. But it is not too early ever to make sure that I'm instilling in them who God is, who God created them to be, and get his word in them um, with some consistency, especially um, making sure that I am invested that way. Um, Those are two things that come right to mind. So, Okay, Natasha, when you're talking about that, like getting the Word of God consistently into the hearts of your kids, what is a way you could do that specifically? So something that um, our church just started doing, which I'm really excited about, um, is the, the Sunday school that we go to, that the kids go to while we're in service um, is, is doing um, a study. I'm trying to find the, the name. It's like a magazine that um, they're going through that shows the Homefront Weekly, if you know what that is at all. Um, and so they send home a little study thing, or I can get it online as well. Like what are they going to be studying this, this coming week? Before they get to Sunday school, this coming Sunday, they're going to be studying this. And so it encourages you um, with different, different things um, to do with them, reading scripture with them. Um, it has some pretty good specific ideas. But um, so I want to make sure one goal that I think um, I'd like to have is make sure that I'm really invested in what they're learning in Sunday school. That's good. That's really good. Um, I know for me, um, as I was even just thinking about this podcast and thinking, okay, as a a mom, you know, now my kids are starting to be older. uh, What, if I could encourage young moms, what, what is the most important thing? You know, what, what do, I, what do I care about the most and what would make the biggest difference? And I really just feel it's importance of encouraging families to memorize the Word of God. That 
as I look back over, you know, seasons, I, I just had our oldest son just turn 29. So I, I almost have a 30-year-old. And when I think back of all of the mothering and homeschooling and mission trips and tons of stuff, it's like what I believe was most valuable was the time spent in teaching our children the Word of God, especially teaching them to memorize the Word of God, because especially as our children are now adults, that I know that the Word of God is in their hearts, and that is just, it, it's so, it, it just gives even me such faith as I pray and intercede for my children of knowing that the Word of God is hidden in their hearts. So, you know, just to be able to be uh, be specific in, okay, realizing, okay, this is something, whether it's, uh, you know, establishing a better relationship with parents or uh, daughter-in-law or being able to train your children in the Word of God, it's like, okay, well, Lord, how can, you know, even just asking the Lord in prayer, how can I be more specific? How can I do that in a measurable way over these next three months? You know, maybe it can be, you know, getting a Bible storybook that's a, a really good one, and to be able to say, okay, we are going to go through this Bible storybook over these next three months, or I am going to work at making uh, weekly connections with, uh, you know, one particular relative that I've been having trouble with to be able to encourage that relationship. And then instead of being all discouraged that, it's, you know, the relationship's having trouble, we can just say, well, that was a success this week. We had a, a good success. We had a, a good phone call or we, we had a, a meeting where there wasn't strife. Praise God. And, and we're able to move forward. One thing, too, I want to just encourage you ladies is sometimes when we are setting goals, uh, we let perfection and maybe even just a heart for wanting to have excellence, you know, to do everything really well, uh, whether it's even hospitality in our homes or whether it's writing a book or writing, you know, playing music or something. And sometimes we're afraid to make progress because, we want to be amazing. I want to just encourage you ladies, we don't need to be amazing. Let's just be diligent. Let's just make some progress. Let's just move forward and, you know, let's just keep walking. Let's keep walking, keep moving forward. And it's better even to just have little incremental changes where there's like a steady incline moving, you know, towards the Lord and moving forward than like a really, you know, very steep uphill, okay, you know, we're going to just go crazy with our exercise and, and then we pull a muscle and then we can't even do anything for a while. So, you know, in whatever it is with our life to just, um, just do it. And especially those days we don't feel like it and then to not let perfection or maybe even pride, fear of man, keep us from, um, stepping forward in what God has for us. Um, but at the same time, allow the Lord to stretch us a little bit in maybe some areas that might make us uncomfortable. You know, when we're talking about hospitality, uh, the Bible talks about practicing hospitality. Um, something that I have been wanting to do is I've been having some retreats in our home. You know, our kids are now mostly grown up, and so our, our home is mostly empty. And uh, have this idea of having uh, several times a year of to be able to have 10 to 20 ladies come over to the house for a 24-hour retreat. And, you know, to be able to do that, at, at first it was really hard. And, you know, to be able even to get the house clean or to be able to figure out meals for that many people, and it was just like really stressful. But I really wanted to do it. And I wanted for the Lord to help me to move forward in, in getting where it would become more easy. Um, this coming weekend, I'm going to be having a, a retreat for um, two different pro-life, um, like some pregnancy resource centers. The staff are going to be coming over here. And, and I, I'm just really excited. I, I feel like it's going to be even just a little bit easier because I've I've done it now seven different times before, so it's going to be a little bit easier. I, I know what meals will work. So sometimes 
as we're looking ahead, it's like, okay, how can we plan this in a way that will, um, you know, help to stretch me, but at the same time just establish some consistency in our lives. So, all right, well, we are going to just um, close in a word of prayer, and I'm going to go ahead and turn the recording off. And uh, I'd like to know um, who who would who would like to pray. Do we have? Let's see, Kelly, are you on the line? Hello. Hello? Um, and I'll pray. This is Joyce. Oh, okay, Joyce. Okay. So I just thank you, Lord, for this hour that taking this time out of our afternoon has been so valuable for me to refocus and and to look for some encouragement in, in what otherwise has been kind of a tough week. And I just ask for your blessing on each of these women, on their families, on their purpose. And I ask for that you show us the meaning of the seasons of our life. That word just just came to me out of this lesson. And I ask that you teach us this week about what season of our life we are each in and what that means to your purpose for us. And I ask for your blessing on our outward, um, our outward re- outreach to others, our churches, our mission groups. And I just ask that you be with us as we walk through our, our daily journeys this week. Thank you, Jesus, for Anne and her ministry, and we just thank you for each person here. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, God bless you, ladies, and I just, um, I will be sending you a couple more emails um, that will even have some links on, like, spiritual gifts tests and and some different things like that that might even just kind of help you as you're looking at God's purpose and mission for your life. So, God bless you, and have a wonderful last three months of 2015. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.